Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, order yourself a box, and you'll be blown away. How's everybody doing tonight? I'm Ric Flair. You know what time it is? Woo! It's Rolex time. It's time for a brand new Ike Live show. Hope you're having a wonderful Sunday. Woo! This is going to be an amazing Halloween special. We got a great show for you tonight as Elizabeth fixes the camera. Woo! I got to look good for all my people. We got an amazing show in store for you tonight, including Caleb Summerall, recent champion of the nation tournament. By the way, I won that. Woo! We We also have a very special guest, mystery guest tonight. I want to give you his first two initials. That is a J. And a T. Woo! <laughs> we also will be reviewing all the recent Going Ike. Go Ike 17 submissions. And we're going to be declaring our winners tonight. Woo! You'll never be a winner like me, though. Woo! Uh, you know, this show is not possible without our amazing sponsors, who, by the way, pay for all my limousines each week. Woo! <laughs> Can't remember the last time I took public transportation. Woo! <laughs> Including the, <laughs> including the supporting title sponsor of the show. We love these guys. Mystery Tackle Box. Woo! The best subscription tackle to your doorstep in a black box each month. Woo! Woo! The latest and greatest baits. Woo! You might even get a Rolex watch in one of those. Also, Flambo. Woo! The maker of the best tackle storage systems in the business. Woo! For me, it's only Gucci, Louis Vuitton, and Flambeau. Woo! I just remembered. I was so important. I forgot who's sitting next. <laughs> Bobby the Brain Bohemian <laughs> is next to me. Bobby! That's that's Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan! That's Bobby Heenan, not a weasel. Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan... I know it all. I know it all. I started everything. I started the Bass University. We've got the best products in the world. You watch Bass University, you're going to become the best angler in the history of the world. Woo! <laughs> I started it all. Woo! But check that out. Use the code TRIBU. You get 10 days free on me, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Woo! Also brought to you by Liquid Mayhem, the best scent out there. And if you need a little extra scent, on your bait, you gotta use Liquid Mayhem. Use the promo code Ike Live twenty five. Get twenty five percent off <laughs> everything on the website. Also brought to you by Hobie Kayaks, the absolute best kayak in the world, the Cadillac of kayaks, <laughs> and I only ride in Cadillacs and Hobies. Go to Hobie.com. Check out the new Mirage Drive. Pretty awesome. T H Marine. If you've got a yacht, if you've got a Woody, if you've got a 48-foot cruising machine like I do, go to TH Marine. Check out their great marine products. Also brought to you by Real Snot. Real Snot, you know what's up. You want to cast far like me? You see all these trophies? You see these belts? <laughs> you think it's easy? It's not. You have to be great like me. Use Real Snot. Use the promo code. Use the promo code IKELIVE25 to get 25% off your real snot order. 
Also brought to you by Vision Wheel. Listen to me. You want to look cool like me in that big old Toyota Tundra? Lift it. 35 inches of steel. Got to have some wheel underneath of that steel. <laughs> Go to Vision Wheel. Go to Vision Wheel. Check them out. Visionwheel.com. Also brought to you by Tackle Warehouse. Everybody I know in the ring, out on the water, we all use Tackle Warehouse. Only the best for the best. Tacklewarehouse.com. And listen to this. Got in my notes here. <clears throat> if you spend more than free shipping. Ike Live. Use the promo code Ike Live and you'll get free shipping if you spend more than $50. Oh! What? Uh. Enough! What? I'm going to talk to you about line cutters. Slaughter! Enough, Flair! (laughs) Heenan, keep that big mouth shut! (laughs) Line cutters. The industry's most premier line cutting device. The ring, put it on your finger, cut the line. Soon release, like live series, print it right on there for you to cut your line with. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. I got some devastating news the other day from an informant. Apparently, Brian the Carpenter's druggy friends from Mount Ephraim have figured out a nefarious purpose for the ring already. (laughs) They're cutting open illicit bags of narcotics in one fell swoop right away. Figured it out immediately. Leave it to Brian the Carpenter. I had enough. I catch one of you kneeling down for the pledge. Size 12 up to Keister. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen. Everybody, hang in there. When we come back, a very special, amazing Ike Live Halloween special coming your way. Come on. Let's go. Warning, the following live webcast might contain content that some people find crude, vulgar, or objectionable. When watching this program, please make sure the room is well lit and do not sit too close to the screen. If you're uptight, easily offended, or lacking a sense of humor, please stop watching right now and leave the internet. Now it's time for Mike Live. many dreams can you shape in a minute, an hour? The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost. Next time you win. Steamy, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Folks at home, folks at home, 
Welcome to a brand new Ike Live Halloween special. Hope you're having a wonderful Sunday night. I know I am. Woo! Man, I'm looking at myself in this camera. God, I'm good looking. I'm 100% pure man. Woo! Thousands of ladies all over the world are just bowing down to this video right now. Woo! But enough about me. Woo! No, a little bit more. Woo! God, I'm good looking. Woo! Uh, let me introduce my co-host and the partial crust of the show. Bobby the Brain. Bobby, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Good to see you. Hair looking marvelous, by the way. Yep, yep. I went all natural. Looking sharp. Can you tell me a little bit about the jacket? It's very, you got a lot of sequence going on. There. You know, well, you know, people call me beautiful. People right. call me pretty. Right. People call me gorgeous. Yes. And that's why I got to dress like this. Yes. Well, you're definitely good looking, but <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Pull up your sleeve and let me see your wrist. Let me see it. <laughs> I don't no Rolex for Bobby, but I've got a Rolex. The Miligas. Google it. Google it. Let me, uh, let me continue with view, the room. Viewers are dropping by the Let time. me continue with the room because we have an immaculate cast of wrestlers and characters in the room tonight, none of which could beat me in the ring, none of which are as hot as I am, none of which make as much money as I do. <laughs> none of which have any hearing. <laughs> Woo! Let's go to our casting couch, the one and only Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter joining us on the casting couch. Sergeant Slaughter, everybody. Slaughter? Am I supposed to be impressed? Woo! Well, I got a story. The other day I'm at the boat ramp. Two vets are standing on the pier, waiting to get picked up by someone, rods in hand. Up pulls the fever, drives right past the vets, picks up the iron sheik. <laughs> Brought him on the boat, didn't charge him boat gas money. Troops are sitting on the deck, hungry, offered him no leftover Cuba cookies. Drove away. <laughs> I want my country back. Claire, <laughs> enough. Woo. Woo. Good story, Slaughter. <laughs> Sitting next to Slaughter, man, she looks good. The very one and only <laughs> manager, part-time wrestler, sexy woman <laughs> extraordinaire, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, everybody. Thank Elizabeth. You. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Elizabeth, who are you wearing tonight? BCBG for my fabulous wedding dress. BCBG. What about the earrings, Elizabeth? These are one of a kind. Okay, I like the hair. It's big. It's teased. Describe <laughs> to our audience how you teased that hair tonight. <laughs> I learned it by watching you. <laughs> na, 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 na. Supposed to tease. Uh, let me go and continue with the room in the booth tonight, pushing and mashing the buttons. We've got the one and only Randy Macho Savage Man oh, yeah. Savage. That's my Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> Savage, what's you got the what's in the beard? I'm dying. I'm dying back here. You got I know the Savage you have a fur coat on tonight. <laughs> yes. Not much else. 
and breasts. That's it. All right. <laughs> next two, Randy Macho Savage falling right in line with our 80s wrestling characters, Monica Lewinsky, everybody. <laughs> Monica. Hi, Bill. Hi, Bill. Monica, you have any cigars you're smoking back there tonight? Listen, all I'm going to say is my allegiance to Ike Live should never be questioned after this. <laughs> never. Never. I agree. Squirrel. Squirrel coach. All right, let's take a commercial break. This is killing me, dude. <laughs> All right. Come on, get the show moving. I've, this is fun uh, being a character. Yeah, move All right, quicker. listen, thank you for joining tonight. Uh, we've got an amazing show for you tonight. Listen, everybody watching, please, we want to hear from you. Hit us up on the IM board. If you're watching on Facebook, hit us up on our Facebook account, which is Ike Live, L-Y-V-E, on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. We do have a fabulous show in store for you tonight. We have the Bass Nation winner, Caleb Summerall, joining us. Very excited, uh, uh, Pete, uh, Bobby, to have him on tonight. Talk to him about his his win and success. It's it, going to be pretty awesome. It's a it's a huge win and a, and hopefully a, the start of a career. I know I know somebody here in the room got a got a big boost when they won the national federation. That's Championship. right. We're going to talk to him about that. Also, a mystery guest joining us tonight. Let me go ahead and tell you who he is. JT Kenny yeah. joining us live tonight. JT. Great friend of everyone in the room, friend of the show. Can't wait to hear from JT. He's been on some worldwide expeditions, Pete, including a recent trip to Spain. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to hear about that. Also, Pete, we're going to be crowning a winner from the very successful Go Ike 17 contest that we ran. And I think we had, uh, Monica, correct me if I'm wrong, we had over 60 submissions. <laughs> Monica. Monica? <laughs> yes, Monica. It's, Monica's checked out. Okay. <laughs> I was in the IM board. Yeah. All right. We've had a lot of job. submissions. <laughs> Monica's hair is in the way of her ears, or it could be some other substance in her ear. Uh, <laughs> let me start this show like we always do, and we want to say thank you to the military, uh, men and women, active veterans. Th- thank you guys for what you do. It's This world is bonkers. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Thank you very much. Also, policemen. Firemen, EMT, uh, all across the world. Thank you guys for what you do. It's a very, very amazing job. Yeah, without without them, we wouldn't have the freedom to act like idiots. Though. Right, we wouldn't. We definitely <laughs> would not like have the freedom to do this. And put a small boy in a dress. Right, right, exactly. Uh, it's going to be a good show tonight. I, I do. I would like to catch up with some stuff before we get into it, Bry. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Let's catch up with a couple little things we've got happening here. I uh, want to let everybody know, I, I told everybody there's a big announcement that's going to be happening. And I've got a date for you now, Pete. This is very exciting. Uh, Becky and I, Elizabeth and I, took a recent trip to Washington, D.C. last week. And we kind of kept this thing moving, this big announcement. It's happening. It's getting bigger. It's gaining some steam. And in January, we're going to make the official announcement about this big thing. thought I'd catch everybody up to speed on that. So you're announcing that you're going to be making an announcement? Right. Oh, my God, dude. Yes. That was such it's a setup. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty weird. Blair, you weren't even trying to be Blair. Dude, that was like drink your Ovaltine from uh, a Christmas movie. You're right. It's exactly what that was, Brian. <laughs> Along those same lines, I also make, want to make an announcement that next week, this coming week, on leave, us leaving on Wednesday, coming back on Friday, I will be in Hollywood woo, filming a new commercial. Woo! More details on that to follow. 
You should have no skin on your hand from patting yourself on the back. <laughs> hey, I'm in, I'm in character. Uh, let me tell you about some of these belts I have on. I have three of these belts. And they are 100-pound belts. If you went over 100 pounds in a bass tournament. I don't know of any other guy that owns three of these. Woo! It's hard to do. Woo! Take some talent. Woo! And skill. Woo! Catch those big fish. So, I'll have I'll have uh, I'll have some of the other interns, not Monica, but some of the other interns, polishing these belts a little later in the show. Woo! Uh, hey, it's the first time I'm glad to see your legs crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, Woo! That was a bit egregious during the. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Did feel a little bit windy. Uh, let me go on. This is this is pretty interesting. We, uh, Brian, this is Michael. this is funny because we talk about it. So, Pete, I want to fill you in, and Dave, I want Talk to fill to you in on this. We post it, and I want to say it was about 4 o'clock, 3, 4 o'clock or so, we posted a question to our Ike Live fans, Dave, and we said, uh, guess, we want you to guess what the costumes, what our characters will be, you know, what the theme is of our costumes in this year's Ike Live Halloween special. We literally had, uh, I'm going to, let me let me check the recent count for you, Hudrons. How do you say that? Hundreds? Am I saying it right? Hundreds. 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 Hundreds of comments come in. Let me check it. Hunji. We had 198 come in on Facebook. We also had, uh, give me a second, we had close to 80 come in on Instagram. And following through with, face, with Twitter, we've had close to 40 comments on Twitter. So, so Pete, we've had... Hundreds of guesses of guesses tonight hundreds. on hundreds of guesses tonight. It says it differently every time. We have a lot of guesses tonight. <laughs> tonight. And Dave, I'm here to inform you, 98% of those guesses were incorrect. You mean they? somebody got it? There were two wow. guesses that came incorrect. And I'm, I'm hoping you guys are watching. If not, listen, we're going to make a post... Tomorrow morning across social media announcing that you won. And if you could please DM us your address. If you're on I am tonight watching, I am us your address. We won't uh we won't pull it through. Uh but here you go. Your winners tonight, and they got it correct. Here it goes. The first one is Mark Ratner, who guessed 80s. WWF wrestlers. Wow. Wow. Spot on too. Spot on. And so Mark, you're the you're the official grand prize winner. You've got an amazing Did he big, actually put WWF? He put eighties eighties WWF wrestlers. He, he's got he an in, he, he's an insider. He's I have got no WWF. idea. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. If he's an insider, we find out later you're disqualified. <laughs> you're the, dead meat, Mark. <laughs> the other one, and this this one I feel like is definitely legit, if the other one wasn't, <laughs> is uh Jesse Redfish Wright, who guessed Ric Flair. Wow. Whoa. Yes. Wow. So both of you guys. Good. Good, good job, job, guys. Great guesses. If you're watching tonight, please uh, IM us your address or tomorrow morning you see the post, send me a DM, and we will get you amazing. It, it will send you nothing in the mail. We'll send you nothing. <laughs> 
Any, uh, no, we'll get, it's we'll on get Monica some. now. Yeah. <laughs> any, oh, yeah. Any any other interesting guesses? Does anybody? Do we have that list? Oh, we had the list. I tell you, a, a lot of them, of course. Dave, guess this one. Slaughter. What do you think the biggest guess was? The the most popular guess from fans. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was I would say would be second or third. Great guess. There's hmm. one other obvious one based on what Walking we do. Dead. No, based on what we do almost every week. Drink. We were gonna be beer. Beer was probably three or four. <laughs> All right. Was beer, but the biggest one that came in was Star Wars because of we of already course, were. I know, but we were we were Wars and so. Trek already. I know, yeah. but you, you know, I'm just saying. The yeah, I got person you. Sees Stormtrooper in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where that came from. Yeah. It did. Don't worry, people. Slaughter's not going to be a new character. It did. I, <laughs> I, I want to I, I I jump the topic, and it's funny. Right before we came on, this is true, Pete. In the very early years of Ike Live, and, and we have some people watching and listening right now that are true fans of the show that have watched from day one, we dressed up a lot. You had mentioned you felt like we were in costume like every other show. Man, Becky, I walk in the door, Becky hand me a wig. <laughs> she hand me a dress, whatever. It just handed me something. Yeah. Every every show. It, it seemed like it, right? I yeah. love the holidays. Come on. Yeah. Mike was a turkey one time. Yeah, turkey yeah, yeah the Halloween show. He was the pilgrim. I was a the pilgrim. The ugly sweater costume. Yeah. They were great. They were great. Brilliant. By the way. We might have to bring that back. Yeah. That, that should be, that by, should by the way, back. we are. Let me announce it now. And, and Brian's, he's looking at me panicky. So now I'm going to announce something that it might not be able to, uh, to to do. But on our Christmas special this year, we're all going to wear ugly Christmas sweaters. But I noticed TH Marine has their own ugly Christmas sweater this year. So can we send a message to somebody over there and see if they can send us sweaters? I, uh, I, I actually can... told Jared to send them a message, but. So that means we definitely won't. We definitely won't get see anything. We'll get them in time for Easter. <laughs> when they're on clearance. Right. <laughs> we'll, get clearance <laughs> we'll get them in time for uh, uh, spring. Right. Yeah. So did, Easter. Do you, Pete, do you like dressing up? I mean, in general, do you enjoy this or you don't? Uh, well, honestly, four years ago, when we first started doing this, yeah. I dreaded even coming to the house. <laughs> I just I just couldn't stand it. I couldn't. And But after... After you pummeled me yeah. with this, yeah. um, it I'm I'm much more comfortable. Yeah. Dave, you know? you I get, like it now. You it's get fun. In, you get into it. I can tell. Oh, I love it, like dude. <laughs> I love it, man. Like, and you got kids around the house too. Yeah. Which with holidays, Halloween's fun. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's great, man. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, little girl's gonna be a uh, she's gonna be like a uh, like a like a like an evil puppet, like a demonic puppet. Yeah, so, well, you know, she's got a yeah, cool fun one. demonic that's puppet. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> little boy's going to of course the little boy's going to be a, a soldier for the second year in a row. Nice. Yeah, but that, that's that's uh that's what we got going on. Very cool. And uh, I'm going out in full slaughter regalia all right, cool. with the flag this time. By the way, Becky, let me tell you, I am wearing this. I'll make sure the robe stays closed so there's no frightened children around Palatine Village or criminal charges or filed. Or criminal charges. <laughs> But I'm mm. going to go ahead and stay in character and be Rick Flair. I should have gotten you one of those nude bodysuits, too. Well, it's yeah. going to be Moana, so I had to get the nude. Who's that? Moana, she's one of the Oh, okay. Well, she's actually um, the tribe chief. Oh, that's the new one. Yeah. I saw that. Okay. Polynesian. Strong woman. Yeah, strong woman. Strong woman. Yeah. Um, no, I can hear her. She's not close enough to her mouth. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't put this thing on my head. Well, there was a big fuss in the media about little girls being that character because of cultural appropriation and all that. So oh, don't even go down that road, bro. No, they were saying that like really? it's wrong for little girls to be 
portraying like a, a, like a native or something oh, like that's that. Insane. I, it that's was ridiculous. ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Because like, Disney got their balls to... broken for years for no inclusiveness. Yeah. And any Disney character gets imitated by children. They finally become inclusive and they get their balls broken because people are trying to be that person now. That's crazy. Because you... to a five-year-old little girl, it's like this strong, adventurous oh, yeah. oh, little she, girl yeah. that they want to be. It's a, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. I mean, it, it's honestly like she wants now... She wants a canoe or a kayak. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of, that's a great thing, man. She right. wants she a wants Moana boat. Well, you're trying to make logic. I'm just saying you can't yeah. make sense of what these people are saying. It's, it's a insane. stupid argument. You know? Anyways, like, Moana is Polynesian, so the outfit is not a lot of covered A lot up. of skin. There's a lot of skin for, you know, yeah. potentially yeah. 40 or 50 degree temperatures. Yeah. So I had to get one of those little nude leotard mm. bodysuit things. Yep. I didn't realize I was supposed to get one for Mike, too. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we can Amazon one overnight. Uh, Bri, we've all, I think I think you could agree. We've always appreciated Halloween and, and dressing up over the years. We've, oh, yeah. we've had some fun costumes. Oh, yeah. Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah for, people listening, I mean, for people listening, Brian had one of the best costumes I'd ever seen at one of our parties. And I don't know the guy's name because I never got into the show, but when he was the guy oh, from... Ash? Yeah, when he was Ash from what's the Evil Dead. Oh, Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Yeah, he had he had the chainsaw costume. hand and everything, man. That was a For great people that like that show, Brian had one of the best ones ever. My favorite, my personal favorite was Enrico and Glacius. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When your mole kept falling off. I glued I, I glue the cocoa <laughs> puff to my cheek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was that was actually yeah. the easiest costume ever. That Just was a good one. Put on going out clothes and but you looked like cheek. him. You looked like him, which was really funny. Ooh. You know what I appreciate <laughs> about this show? I always get to dress as a woman hmm. and, like, slightly attractive. So does Eric. Mike, <laughs> Mike, for Halloween, always makes me dress weird and hideous. Yeah, weird and hideous. Now, I mean, not all the time. But I, I here's the thing, Pete, and back me up on this so I don't look like the oddball. <laughs> ha- Halloween, <laughs> Halloween well, no, is the one night of the year where you can kind of let go and be whatever you want to be and, and, you know, expectations of who you should be or, you know, how you should dress. You can erase that for one night of the year. I love that about Halloween. So if it's, you know, being someone scary or hideous, that's good. It's okay. If you're cross-dressing like Eric the Intern is tonight, it's okay. I told him earlier. I love it. I love dressing up as a woman. I really do. You guys oh, had, yeah, you guys had a really good couple costume that one year when you were like the dead prom king and oh, prom yeah, that queen. Was, that yeah. was a pretty good one. That, that was, was solid. We were like the outfits were like perfect. Man. That was good. Eric, let me put you on the spot. <laughs> I mean, you actually, you, I, 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 I got to say this. Look at the camera real quick. Man, you're hot, bro. <laughs> like, I'm serious. It's like, like, jo- like Joy Behar. <laughs> <laughs> like a young Joy Behar. Thanks, we'll, we'll talk later about that. <laughs> looks like uh, Flintstone, Wilma Flintstone. <laughs> yeah, the Betty. hair, the hair Betty. is a little. She's Betty Rubble. Betty Rubble, is that what it is? Oh, you're right. Betty was the yeah, blue one. She's the yeah. brunette. I mean, I could imagine you at a Triton dance All back right, in the day. Easy. All right, they went okay. to, it got weird. Uh, Keep standing by herself. Just <laughs> Holding up the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Hovering by the empty brownie tray. All right, so uh, <laughs> let's, let's get back to this. I got I to gotta give all the credit, though, everybody watching and listening, uh, this, this 80s wrestling theme we have tonight. This is fun, man. And I, I watched it, but I wasn't, like, heavily into it. And I got to go ahead right now at this part of the show. And give all the credit to our very own Dave Bronzik for coming up for the theme. Thank you. This year. 
I think it's awesome. Uh, I honestly do, Dave, think it's one of our better better costumes. That's because you nailed Flair. If you didn't no, nail Flair, no, I mean, it would Because all of us, yeah. you know, with the exception of Lewinsky maybe, have really embodied true characters from the 80s. Uh, it would, dude, so for people listening, we went to school with a guy named Dan Roman. And Dan Roman, Dan, and, Dan Roman and I, this was like, this was our life from about oh, like 1984 yeah. to yeah. about like 1989, man. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it's all we cared about, dude. Yeah. Was, was, and it was, the, for my, in my opinion, it was like the heyday of wrestling. Yeah. So, and there was a lot. I, I remember, Beck, do you, you remember that time? You, was your brother heavily into it? Because like, I remember just dudes loving it and like, it was a thing. You know? I remember us watching it. Was it Saturday mornings? It was on Saturday and Sundays. Because I remember then afterwards was Glow. Yeah. And I was like, I thought Glow was the awesome. The gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yes. Yeah, my Saturday and Sundays consisted of WWF, NWA, ECW, and Kung Fu Theater. Like, in between the different wrestling, what times they were going to come on, I would supplement it with Kung Fu Theater, dude. A little bit dude. of Kung Fu in there? <laughs> no, Come on, you remember Kung Fu oh, Theater? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, the best, oh, yeah. dude. Hey! It was, it was a... more pa- real than WWF, though. Well, it was a powerful thing, because I didn't follow it, you know, at that time... <laughs> I, and but I know. And you were a wrestler. I was. I was. A, I was. I was a collegiate or a high school and collegiate wrestler, but it's completely different. But I know all the characters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They they infiltrated uh, the whole world, man. Their their persona just got into everything, and you know every sport, every walk of life. Yeah. We knew who Ric Flair was. Absolutely. You know. And um, yeah, it's just uh, amazing the you know what they were able to accomplish that you know during I mean, that period. A yeah. couple of the guys were legit athletes. Like the Iron Sheik was an mm-hmm. Olympic wrestler. Right. How about that? So was yeah. So was uh, Kurt Angle, who was more recent. He was a gold medalist. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of the guys then, and it, probably more so now, are parlaying you know their careers in wrestling to acting, like mainstream shit. Right. Look like at The Rock. Rock. Right. Yeah. Who's the dude that played in John Carpenter's They Live back in the day? We were talking about him the other day. The wrestler. The, uh, oh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rowdy uh, Piper. He, that dude. That was some acting. Piper's Pit was the best. Yeah. Hey, perfect. Just we'll jump in and let the Facebook people know to go over to the website, IkeLive.com, right? Yes. And watch yeah. it over there. There's a lot better. You get to see Eric yeah. turn in his dress. Yeah, Facebook yeah. Facebook people, we don't have a uh, ca- uh, producer cam, so yeah, you're missing half. Do stuff. that. If you're watching on Facebook right now and you got a laptop or something in front of you, go over to IkeLive.com. Enjoy the show over there. We've actually have smell and feel and vibration <laughs> that come out of the show. So here's, here's a good story, them. wrestling story, right? So when I was a police officer in Camden one night, I'm working midnights, and the taxi cabs come into the city and bring people from the outside into the city, you know, sometimes to do bad things, maybe sometimes to take them somewhere. So this taxi cab drives by on the route coming in, and my partner and I see a guy sitting in the back seat with this gigantic blonde quaff. So we're like, all right. Cab pulls into the projects, comes back because it's a one-way going through the projects, comes back out the right side, so we pull the cab over. And uh, I don't want to say the guy's name because I don't know even know if I can get sued for it, but there was an actual wrestler that people who followed it would know exactly who this guy was. Wow. And he gave us this bullcrap story that he was looking for a guy that helps build the stages. But the dude was probably about our age back then in like 98. Right. And he still was a mountain dude. He was a big ass dude. And wow. Sure, he'd go in there to buy some whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? But, you know, it was, it was neat seeing okay. the guy because it was someone I watched and someone who used to amuse me when I was a kid. <laughs> Did you get many? an autograph? Nah, nah. <laughs> get an autograph? Why is it <laughs> nah. How many of those guys back then, Dave, give me an honest uh, est- estimate, were taking, you know, drug and I'll bet most of them were on steroids something. and all Star- that. Oh, I mean, yeah. steroids, of course, but Ooh, I'm talking yeah. about like cocaine and, I mean, they, right. they look oh, like yeah. they're high, high as hell during some of them interviews, man. Yeah. 
But you didn't realize that at the time. Right. You know? Yeah. But no, I don't know. I mean, who, I guess everyone in, in that industry has to take some type of a supplement, <laughs> I mean, whether dudes, it's an energy supplement or, or a muscle supplement, some right? Some dudes were jacked beyond belief. Oh, come on. They're man. huge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was only a few guys that probably weren't on anything. Eric has an alternative costume. That was probably one of the guys that wasn't. Right. Later on, he's going to put that one on. But uh, about other than that, maybe the like the character, like the side characters, like Pete, like Bobby Heenan, or you know, or classy Freddie Blassie, or Jimmy, the, Jimmy Hart, or any of the managers. Who knows? Who cares? These people don't even care. Listen. They don't know. Well, here's the thing, though. We could be changing people's lives right now, Dave. We've got millennials watching. We've yeah. got younger watching right now. They have no freaking clue what we're talking about, Pete. Mm-mm. And they're going to go on this mission now to Google search and maybe fall in love with this new sport. It's it's probable that's going to happen. Might happen. You know, it's entertaining. Why? Do, I doing the doing prep for the show. I'm watching all these guys, and it's just entertaining as hell, man. How they get into character, I don't know what it took, but yeah, it's pretty good. But man, they got into character and they would just let it roll, and uh, they would just bust each other's chops and. Create these amazing storylines. It was it's just fun to watch. I tried to get my son into it. And we're watching it, and a new like a new bad guy. Like they always use like Russians or Iranians as like like enemy characters. So there's a new Russian named Rusev, and they had like a troop who was obviously a plant in full uniform, like in the stands, and like Rusev pulls him out of stands and like beats him up. And Rusev's counter is Jack Swagger. But my son couldn't understand. Like, he really thought that, like, this Russian was beating up one of our soldiers in the middle of, like, oh and no God. one's helping the soldier. And then Jack yeah. Swagger comes to the rescue. I was, I was like, David, like, listen, dude, like, it's an act, man. No. But, but it's all conflict, man. It's yeah. just creating conflict. Like, like Ike and Kevin on, on MLF right. this weekend. Right. You know? Like just conflict. Yeah. Conflict. Yes, tension. The, the sport of fishing is founded. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of tension in there. What was going on with that, man? I don't know. They gotta give you guys a boat boarding pass, just one. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I that That's I a good that. segue, Pete. Yeah. That is a good segue. Uh, real quick before we get off of the wrestling topic, uh, would like to give a shout out to Pat Rose. Uh, yeah. We know Pat, good friend of the show, has mm-hmm. a, has the radio program Set the Hook with Pat Rose. Used to be a professional wrestler, Pete. So right. very interesting. We may even crank call him later if the show gets out of control. Might give him a crank call. And Dave, do the That'd slaughter. Be a great guest. Yeah. All right, give, oh. give him the slaughter. All right, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Wait, what was his wrestling name? I have no idea. Pat Rose. Yeah. It was set the hook. I believe he went by Pat Rose. Did he? Yeah. It's, it's pretty. I believe. I believe I can fly. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Brian Carpenter. I was going to uh, talk to Eric a little bit about. Okay. You want to do that? Well, or you tell me. Sure, let's do that. Yeah, right. okay. So, uh, yeah, real quick here, while we're doing a little uh, uh, couch change, <laughs> let me remind everybody. <laughs> the ladies are on the couch now. Yeah, we got a ladies' couch out. Let me remind everybody watching. The we size want of that hair. Hear from you. Your input is critical into the show. Please, if you're watching tonight, especially if you're watching us on nightlive.com. Hit us up on the instant messaging board right there next to your screen and let us know your comments, questions, thoughts, any of the above. <laughs> so weird. Any of the above. <laughs> on a lot of levels. I know. Uh, <laughs> You're going to have to adopt a more I, feminine I, walk. I really didn't know I was going to be talking about this in this attire, but let's go wow. for it. Uh, Elizabeth, i got to say Eric's got a bigger rack than you have. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
I even wow. patted Should mine be. These were expensive. Still not. <laughs> wow. All paid for by Ike Live. It's got to be at least the C <laughs> cup. I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> e, I want to talk to you a little bit about You had a really cool I did. little trip that just happened. Uh, Mystery Tackle Box invited a lot of uh, the people they work with and a lot of the YouTubers they work with. And you got a chance to go on this trip and tournament fish with the MTB guys. You t- talk a little bit about how'd you get the invite? What what was where'd you go? And talk about the trip a little bit. Yeah. So last week, uh, Mystery Tackle Box, who's our title sponsor, we all know and love them. They invited me. This was a couple months ago, I guess, because of like live and everything with that. They yeah. invited me to go down to Texas to fish what Brian likes to call the YouTuber Celebrity Deathmatch, and. It was basically like a group of all these different guys that put content up online, fishing yeah. content, yeah. in the same place, competing in a tournament, and we all had to use Mystery Tackle Boxes. Now, that's what the first thing that I really liked about it, because that's it's cool. an even playing field. Yeah. You know, It doesn't matter if you're from Texas, you're local, you fish that lake every day of your life, or you're like me, and have never fished below you know, Virginia, North Carolina right. area. So I just had no knowledge of that region whatsoever, but... Yeah, like I said, even playing field, mystery tackle boxes. The only thing I can't say is where we finished because the MTB video hasn't gone up yet. Gotcha. So once that goes up, you're going to get a chance to see the results, see how all the teams placed. But right off the bat, the biggest thing for me was there was an Ike's headbanger in the Ooh, mystery tackle box. Ike's headbanger. Yeah. Mr. Jigs, shout out to Mr. Jigs. Cool. So my plan was to just go down there. I had two rods with me, and I was going to pick the best baits in the box and fish those all day. Yeah. So, of course, I saw that Ike's headbanger, and... It was over. I just yeah. picked that. There was a pocket craw trailer in there. Perfect. And I threw that the whole day. They got two of the five keepers, or I got two of the five keepers in the boat with that jig. And uh, I want to shout out my boater, Jake Shannon, who is a local Texas dude. Yes. Pleasure to fish with him. And Hackham Bass, who was the quote-unquote YouTuber that we fished with in the boat. So I like to shout both of them out. We had a blast on the water. They were two local Texas guys. And, um, yeah, like I, I really wish I could say... Where we finished, yeah. it wasn't last. I could say that it definitely wasn't can, near can, the bottom. Can you tell us the lake that you guys yeah. were on? Yeah, we were on Louisville Lake. Louisville. Yeah, which is just Dallas. outside Dallas. Yeah. Pretty big body of water, which definitely surprised me a little bit. I think in the future when they do more of these, they're gonna maybe scale it back a little bit to smaller bodies of water yeah. because it was a lot to handle. You know, yeah. I mean, you got basically two full different lakes there. You got the one Lake Louisville, and then you got another lake that used to be called Lake Dallas. That's like a totally different region. So we fished in both areas, and it was just a cool deal to fish a place that I've had no knowledge with. It was like an all-rock deal. Like you said, you called me earlier in the week to maybe give me a little bit of advice. Rock's key in that part of the country. All rocks. But, um... Yeah, man. It was what, a fun time. What, what, what was it like? Uh, did you have a weigh-in? Come across the stage? Uh, yeah, no, there was no, there was no was stage. The there was no stage, but we did. So it was five fish limit, okay. three people in a boat, and it's just your total weight from those three people. And the weigh-in happened at the end, where we just all gathered around. They filmed it for their video, and yeah. I I cool. tell you, Pete, I like I like the concept of having to fish and work out of a box. And everybody theoretically had the same stuff in the box. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know what I mean? It, it's kind of the concept of what I always loved about MTB, which is they're forcing your hand, mm-hmm. which can be a really, really good thing, right? From a standpoint of using bait you never used, experimenting. Have you ever used a headbanger before that tournament? I had never used a headbanger before yeah. that. There yeah, go. there you go. And yeah, like you said, I mean, it, it plays, there's so much strategy that goes into yeah. it when you have to work out of one box. Because, of course, Jake. Jake had fished the lake a little bit, so he has an idea of some areas. But when we're going through that box in the morning, he's like, okay, we can't fish here. 
we can't fish here because right. you know there's only you so much stuff in there. Yeah, that, exactly. That and fits then, the conditions. And then you got to play around with the colors too. You got to figure out. You know, maybe there's a great jig in there, but the color is totally off yeah. to the water. You know, so you got to fish a reaction bait or yeah. something like that. So yeah, like it's just it's it is an awesome deal that they got going on, and I really enjoy being a part of that. Very cool. Now, so, again, Pete. I was just say it's interesting because you're 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 not often in that case you, the dominant pattern is not often the deal. You know, it's about you're trying to make something work, so you've right. got to you've got to think differently and get resourceful real quick. Um, and I know, and it's it's fun because there's a lot of other companies that they're doing stuff like this, like yeah. the uh, the Spro Frog Tournament that they've had, Absolutely. or, or um, yeah. and uh, Gambler I think has a uh, has do. a has a tournament where you're only allowed to use those those certain baits. And it, it, it doesn't FLW penalize you if you're not in a ranger. <laughs> kind of the same way. Right? Well, it's, it's, it's sort of kind of, but not really. They no, give no, you they no. give you bonuses no, if you're in a ranger. So how many teams were there? I believe there were. Nine or ten. I don't want to be coy on that, but yeah, okay. nine or ten boats. And it was cool because... I thought it was bigger than that. In my mind, no, just yeah, a pile it, of people it, were it there. Is, it was three a boat, though, so you yeah. know, there was a decent amount of people there. And what's so cool is that you know, you get to meet all these kids that are around my age, and we all have such different stories, such different backgrounds, but we all ended up in the same place just yeah. from putting content up online. It's pretty did, amazing. You know? did, now, now, some of these guys have been doing it for a while. They yeah. got these monster, almost million dollar viewers or million of it's viewers. Amazing. Were you were you intimidated? No. Did you did you feel no. uh, not one intimidated bit. at all? Not no? one bit. And anyone that knows me knows that you know I've said for a while I could hang with any of those guys, yeah. and now I finally got the chance to prove it, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. I like you, that. You're saying five hundred thousand viewers doesn't mean you can catch fish. Ooh. That's wow. exactly what I'm saying. Well, that, that is well, spot on what I'm that saying. That actually brings up another good point. I'll just I'll I'll put you on the spot because you're on the casting couch and you got to tell the truth. You it's know fine. that, right? It's like what is it? Wonder Woman has the what is it back? The belt, the truth, so the lasso, the lasso, and, and the wristbands, right? And the wristbands. But when oh. you're sitting on the couch, it's like. But the when she wraps truth you lasso. in the lasso, you can only tell the truth. You got to tell the truth. Have you not seen the movie? Come on, man. <laughs> Gail Gallant. What's her name? Gail Gallant. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Uh, she's hot. She's hot as hell. No, I got. That the new Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. I like her. Uh, all right, I so like you got to tell the truth. Brian brought it up. Dave, I see you smirking back there. I'd like to hear your opinion on this too. Um, a lot of people have said, and a lot of people assume that those YouTube guys, although they have these amazing follow followings, Pete, you know, hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, whatever. A lot of guys said they're scrubs and they can't fish. <laughs> Did you? Give us your opinion of that. Did you get to see it? Is that true? Can they fish? Do they stink? What's the deal? Well, obviously, I didn't actually get to see how they were performing on the water. Right. But I did get to see the results. Yes. And those results told me that maybe their subscriber rate is a little bit inflated to how well oh, they yeah. can actually catch fish. That's <laughs> all I'll say. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it there. Okay. Probably sim- similar to the, the fans of pro wrestling and their actually actual wrestling ability. Yeah, that's a good comparison. That's a good comparison. Mm. Oh, you just made Dave mad. Look at him back there. <laughs> He's pissed off now. Talking shit on pro wrestling. Oh, I'm, I, listen, I'm no like defender of pro wrestling fans. The funniest thing you'll ever see is Woo. when the Undertaker. There's a there's a, a still picture online of a guy's face when the Undertaker finally lost his first match, <laughs> and it's like of absolute bewilderment, and it it capsulizes all. Like, super fans, like, in one picture, dude, and it's the funniest thing you'll ever see. Like, people were crying. People were upset that this guy <laughs> lost his first match ever, and it was, it was pretty funny, dude. Wow. Wow. That's... Hey, Eric, I, I got a question. Were, were you super impressed by anybody you met over there? 
Um, yeah, actually, the intern, so MTB, has their own version of me, basically. <laughs> and, and, uh, Fighters? Yeah, and his name's Gavin. We got to hang out a lot down there, and I, and I got to hear about what he does for Mystery Tackle Box. And yeah, I'd have to say that, you know, I, he, he impressed me. Now, he do, definitely you think, impressed me. do you think MTB's putting Gavin in a dress tonight? I do not, but, <laughs> but like I said, this just shows that I'll do anything for you guys. And I, and I don't know if Gavin can say that That's much. Commitment. Hey, Mike. That's commitment. Hey, Mike. Yes. Jason on IM wants to know, do you think YouTubers are putting a dent in sponsorship availabilities? Uh, man, that's a good question. I, You know, I, I've got different trains of thought on that. You, you know, the one is I don't think they're putting a dent in it. I definitely think companies are looking at those guys. I know for a fact, Beck. I, without it naming any names, Becky and I have talked to several big spot, big fishing industry sponsors, Pete, mm-hmm. that have put those guys on their payroll. Uh, you know, so you know the, the that's got to be a dent. Well, it, it it is a dent, but here's the other side to it. So you've got pro anglers and guys that are you know mad at the whole situation. Situation, they're like, these guys are nobodies. They're scrubs. They didn't pay their dues. Why are they getting? You know this 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 dollar from this company. That's one side of the argument. The other side of the argument, and and I've I've always said this. These guys are helping grow the sport, which I like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like th- these guys have these big giant followings. A lot of them are kids, right? But that's okay, right? Because they're the next consumer down right. the line. They're the next purchaser of a bass boat. They're the next purchaser of a truck, of a rod and a reel. So. Yeah. I, I don't know that it's a bad thing. Well, you know? I, I would agree. They're going to bring they're going to bring more money into the sport, and they are bringing more money into the sport. But right. uh, at this moment, you, you, you I mean, I got to comment on the the question is that you know when when a when a company has X amount of budget to spend, yeah, right, they're going they're going to decide where to spend it, right. and they're deciding right now spend part of that budget on on the YouTuber group, right, and they are spending it there. So that's it's going there, and it's not going you know to professional anglers it's not right. going to professional tournament trails well, this th- this is a great lesson right now to learn i mean if if somebody's watching or listening to this right now and you're an aspiring pro angler this tells you where to put a lot of your effort into no right doubt. These, exactly my point. these yeah. companies want what you can, you digital I mean, content I, they, they want, want digital, digital content, content. I, I don't think it's worth crying about i think it's it's something to take note of mm-hmm. why are they going with them right it's content mm-hmm. so if you can't create content then don't be upset that they're not going with you that's the way of the world that's the way of the consumer right now mm-hmm. so you've got to stay on board you've got to stay ahead of that that's that all well and good but is it a playground or a proving ground? <laughs> <laughs> is that Jark? Hi, back. Hi, hi, Brain. Hi, Mike. <laughs> I mean, these guys are stealing from the pros. If you don't have a jersey with your name scribed on it, how can you claim to Scribe. be a pro? <laughs> playground or proving ground? <laughs> wow. I, I appreciate your opinion, Jark. Uh, Aqua Boy is trying to be a pro right now. What would you tell him, Jark? I'd say don't quit your day job. (laughs) (laughs) They just had a top ten, for crying out loud, at Hartwell in the nation tournament. Because there's no information rule there. He's talking to everyone because of my connects. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The upper hand. Uh, the upper hand, Pete. Well. Yeah. Um, I, I'd have to say, getting back to what we were talking about. I, I, 
I never really liked. <laughs> He's learning. Uh, well done, kid. He's learning. I, I never really liked the argument that well, you know, what right do these kids have to teach everyone about fishing? Because first of all, I mean, it's a relatability factor. Yeah. A lot of these younger kids growing up. They're not necessarily going to relate to a Kevin Van Dam teaching them how to use jerkbaits. They're going to relate to John B. going out to a local pond somewhere that they have access to on their own, right. teaching mm-hmm. them how to fish that local pond. And, and another thing, I've seen a lot of these guys come up. They've been on YouTube since 2009, 2010, so it's seven years later now. Yeah. The amount of time they've got to spend on the water with different techniques and filming with different people, especially recently considering their followings are so big now, they've gotten to travel the country yeah. and, you know, fish all these different ways. I just don't think that's really a valid argument. They have just a, much of a right to try to teach people as anyone yeah. else about yeah. the sport and of fishing. Pa- and part of it, it's not all teaching, too, Pete, right? Like, you've got... It's you, entertainment, too. Yeah, it's that's, just entertainment. that's what I'm going to say. Like, mm-hmm. I want to differentiate that real quick for everybody watching and listening. There's platforms where it's all about the instruction, right? If you go to Bash University TV, you're going there to expect education, hardcore education, tips, the little stuff. But if you're going to YouTube, you're not just there for the education. You're there to be entertained too, right? You want to have fun. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to tune on and laugh and, you know, I, I get that, man. I get that. I'm not, I'm definitely not hating on. Well, that. just I I'm not hating on anybody, but I just I just always tell people be be careful of your source as a as an as an aspiring angler. Right. You want to be careful who you're taking tips from. Right. Because it can lead you completely astray. Right. Out there in the battlefield on the tournament trail or right. out there trying to be a consistent angler. Right. Brian Carpenter, give me a close-up of exactly what Pete's talking about right here. I'm going to give you an example. <laughs> listen, just listen to what Pete said. It, just because half of the field in that last, last MTB tournament tied their spinnerbait onto that <laughs> swivel right there, it's okay, right? People just do it different. doesn't mean People anything. Do hey, hey, you know what frosts my shorts, Mike? <laughs> All those nicknames I could have gave to those young men, and I missed that opportunity. <laughs> Thank you, Jark. I'm starting to sound like a Baptist uh, priest. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a little tinge at the end. That's the McDonald's coffee, dude. It's high octane. And I, can't, I don't know what's Beck, going we're on. looking for uh, somebody to marry us in a couple weeks. Could maybe bring Dave down there. Uh, which character? Or Jark. <laughs> Jark. To renew our vows. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> Becky? I can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this might have to happen. Oh my God! Are you free next weekend? Is it next weekend? Two weekends from now. Two weekends. All right, we'll have to talk. There are nah, a big fight next out. Saturday night, dude. No, it's, Huge card. Nah, no. What are you guys doing next Saturday night? Schools are out. Why don't you join I'm us not, for a fight? Fight I party. I might. I might. I'd like to All do right. that. At I your house. That. <clears throat> Uh, let me remind everybody watching, uh, you're, you're watching the Halloween special Ike Live. We've got the casting crew from the 80s wrestling crew here tonight. And uh, Monica Lewinsky wrapping up her amazing trip to <laughs> Dallas with the MTB tournament. Thank you, Monica. That sounded fun. Uh, if they ask you to do it again next year, are you going to go? Absolutely. And they also said that they're going to be changing around locations, so they might do like a northern one okay. soon. A northern so, yeah, swing. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. All right. Interesting. Uh I, w- I want to yes, Brian. I see that. I want to keep the show going and uh, and and really shift gears here. And we've got a guy that's been on the show a bunch of times in studio, and it was an amazing night with him here in studio. Good friend of everybody here tonight, all the wrestlers, and good friend of the show, the one and only JT Kenny joins us on this Halloween show. Everybody, JT. How about it, boys? 
Yeah. Or should I say, how about it, brothers? Ah! <laughs> oh, the, the Hulkster! The Hulk. Wow! All you Hulkamaniacs are here tonight, and I just can't wait to see everybody come out and hang out here at Night Live. It's going to be awesome. Now, Hulk, let me, while you're still a character, let me ask you a little bit about you were a key part of the sport in the early days. You saw the rise of this sport into modern day wrestling. Do you feel like WWE, do you feel like pro wrestling owes you something? You started it all. You know, I don't know if pro wrestling owes me anything, but I just know that I'm happy that there wasn't all the YouTubers that came up into the pro wrestling pack. Because I'll tell you one thing, brothers. I have spilt more whiskey on barroom floors and wasted more money on that than any YouTuber could ever dream of doing, brother. That's all I got. I like, I like where you're coming from. Let me uh, let me go ahead and flash forward. Everybody knows you've had some a, a little bit of marital woes in the last couple years. Do you want to talk a little bit about that at all? I don't know if there was any woes in it, brother. When you've got as many Hulkamaniacs as I've got, it's just it's happy times all the time. Take your vitamins, little brother, and everything will work out. <laughs> now, I know that in, the, in the pro fishing world, there are a lot of guys out there that were heavily reliant on steroids. Uh, Dave Lefevre, Byron Velvick, to name a few. What about in the wrestling world? Did you ever, in fact, take steroids or think about it? Do you think that you can get a set of 24 pythons like this, brother? Without steroids, you can if you really want to, but I didn't. I definitely took steroids. <laughs> wow, impressive! Wow. Uh, real, real quick, while you're still in Hulk character, look here on the casting couch. What do you think about our very own Monica Lewinsky? Is is that someone you would give a chance back in the day? One thing, brother. Bill Clinton did nothing wrong. All I have to say. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I thought the Hulk likes blondes. Mostly, but she's pretty hot. <laughs> Hogan, it figures you communist heathens have no problem with easy, what that disgrace easy, did. Brother. Easy, brother. You don't want the Hulkamania raining down on you. <laughs> I watched you chewing on steroids like hamburgers backstage. <laughs> I whipped your ass with them, didn't I? <laughs> you weren't there the time I knocked Backlund back from the Harvard step-up contest. Don't even start on that story. That's a, well, we've all heard that too many times. 1980 just called. They want their story back. Come on, man. Come on, something new. Pillsbury Doughboy called. He wants his biceps back. <laughs> They're beautiful. Bobby, Bobby, I think we have a rematch on our hands here, Bobby. I think I think we're going in that direction. I think I think uh, I think my boy, my boy is going to be Hulk Hogan. He's going to take it, take it to you. He's going to take you down. He's going to you're you're going to leave. You're going to leave hurt. You're going to leave in big big trouble. We're not going to hurt you all the way. He's going to leave in an ambulance. Hey, hey guys, I'd like to just interrupt my uh, JT. This is Jark Meffries from LTB. Thanks for joining the show. Your arms look mighty impressive. Would you be on the show tomorrow night? Well, absolutely, brother. Okay, thank you. I'm out. 
Jark stealing our guest as usual. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's amazing. I'm here for the show, boys. I'm here for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I let's uh I, I'd like to get the actual real JT back for a second. Uh, <laughs> I do want to talk to you about Spain. Hold, hold please. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> wow. That was a quick conversion. Uh, talk uh, to you me. know, you got to be you got to be light on your feet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? I, I want to hear about Spain. I need to hear about Spain. Uh, I, I need an update because I actually got that a chance to fish over there twice. But it was like, I want to say... The early 2000s, and right. I, it was an amazing experience. But the fishing perspective of it was a little strange. Tell us about your trip. Give us give us a little bit of overview of the trip and and what you thought about it. Uh, so the whole trip um, definitely was very strange. Um, the fishing was actually pretty good, dude. It took 55 pounds for three days to win, and that's and it's you know northern hemisphere, so it's still fall over there. And you know fall is not the greatest time of the year to fish. Yeah. So 55 pounds for three days, I mean that's not too bad, you know. That's solid. Yeah, and and like 52 was, of course they did it in kilograms, but when you have like a 14 hour flight home, you have time to you know do some conversions. <laughs> Think about way other weirder stuff than that. But anyway, but yeah, it was like 55-1, like 52 was second. Uh, my partner and I got eight with, uh, I think we had 40 pounds for three days. You know, so the fishing really wasn't that bad. It really reminded me a lot of like Ozark Lake, you know what I mean? Yep. Like like not the trees around, like it was all desert around. Yeah. But like the lake had standing timber and you know, real clear water, a lot of rocks and stuff, you know, and, and bluffs and things like that. It really reminds you a lot of the Ozark lakes. But Now, now a lot of people assume that they, they have this feeling, Pete, that, like, once you leave the U.S., it changes drastically. Like, bass fishing is radically different. Did you find that, or did you get there and you were just like, fuck, a bass is a bass, right? And and just... Well, you know what? You Usually... Every time I'm on Ike Live, I hate to actually talk about fishing, and I really like to talk about stuff that's more entertaining. But I will talk about this for a little bit. So the one thing that I, the one thing that I did find that was different, the first two days it was flat, calm, and sunny. Caught him on uh, like a finesse rig and a jig. The third day of the tournament, it was still sunny, but it got really windy. So I went to a crankbait and a nickel spinnerbait. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what you do. It's clear water. It gets windy. They didn't bite it very well, and and when they did, uh, they didn't get it very good. And lost quite a few the the last day when it was windy. So it was just, and like you know, I like adjusted a lot. Did some you know not just windy banks, but found some windy banks with some with some cover and some you know mud line on it and stuff. And like you know, did all the things that we would do here in the United States on a clear water lake when it's windy to catch fish. And it just it didn't it didn't work very well. So. That was the only thing that I saw different. Everything else, a bass was a bass was a bass. Flat, calm, and sunny, finesse fish. Yeah. Caught them. You know, it was it was pretty much, just like you said, a bass is a bass. All right. Now, let, let's put the fishing behind us, Pete. Let's well, talk. We, yeah. You before wanna, we do that. Yeah, just, you want to talk I, more fishing? No, I'm just curious. Yeah. What, what was going on over there? Was it the same world championship that you fished? What, what was the name of the event? It was called the International Caspe Bass. And they didn't call it a bass tournament. It was just the International Caspe Bass. 
And then anything else other than that that anybody said the entire time I was there, I have no idea what it was because I don't speak Espanol. Wow. Got no what? idea. Yeah. Well, well, who else it was It was kind of cool, though, because like, I didn't know what anybody was saying, and I couldn't read anything. So I could do dumb shit constantly. And nobody can. It's like, oh, he's a dumb American. He doesn't know what's going on. So, like, I, 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 I didn't have to feel bad about being stupid. And, you know, like, normally I do dumb stuff. And I'm like, man, I should have thought that ahead. You know, now that over there, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't see any off-limits signs. I'm going to fish over yeah, here. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't talking about in the, in the event. I got uh, all that stuff. I was okay. just talking about, like, life in general over there. It was pretty fun. Now, I, I can tell you the one, you know, talked about the fishing being different, but it is different over there. The one thing that I remember vividly about my trip over there, Beck, we talked about it when we went to Italy, um, is when they eat. Like, I remember, dude, you know, you, like, fish all day, and you get off the water, and it would be, like, 5, 6 o'clock, and you're like, damn, I'm hungry. And there'd be no dinner until like nine or ten o'clock. Then you'd sit down for dinner, and then the food didn't come for like another. Dude, it'd be like eleven o'clock at night, and oh, they'd yeah. just be bringing the main course out. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's exactly what it, exactly what it was. Did exactly. you encounter that there as well? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly the same thing. Were there? And, and any- the thing about it is, like, and like the the two of the three days we were there. Our weigh-in wasn't till like six ten and six like twenty-five or something like. And, like their their whole schedule is messed up because it didn't get daylight till like eight fifteen. But we fished till like six, so like I, I'm still screwed up. I've been home for like four days. I'm still screwed up over that whole thing. <laughs> were there any other cultural differences over there jt that you were just like what the hell this is weird what, what what's going on well there was there there was there was one uh instance late one evening but i don't think that's anything that we could talk about some other time anyway yeah but no <laughs> i didn't really notice any one thing you know, you guys that would that, that I could say was a real cultural difference because it was every damn thing we did was a huge cultural difference. Yeah, yeah. like literally everything. Like the dude that that I fished the tournament with. So when I got there, we went and and practiced practiced. You know, on a different lake. A different lake than what you were fishing in a tournament? a different lake did I stutter. On a different (laughs) lake. We went to a different body of water and literally practiced fish. (laughs) Why? Like you didn't know how to fish? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Did everybody get that? That we went to a different (laughs) body of water? That's so literally. They were all in shock. And And then went to the tournament. Were the other guys practicing on the tournament lake, or was it? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Except us. Wow. We went to a different lake. And you don't know what the logic was because you don't speak a Spanish. Right. Yes. Oh, I know. It, it was. Yes. It was probably a YouTuber with five hundred thousand views. <laughs> yeah. He might. Have, no. He, no. Trust me, he wasn't. That yeah. they were, they were, Dave. You know what they were doing? They were like, "Oh, this damn American's coming. He's gonna, he's gonna kick our asses." He was probably take, part of a hidden. Take yeah. that dude to a different lake, like a hidden camera prank show. This guy really wanted to win the tournament really bad. I don't think that's that's that wasn't what it was. He he just he wanted to go 
practiced fish, literally practiced fishing, like, instead really? of going to the lake. And I was like, you know, you know, we could could have figured out. That there's it. It was it was a really odd odd thing. Wow. Did did well, was it helpful? Considering. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 Ma- Randy to Macho Savage, what do you think about it? Oh. <laughs> oh. So, what did you pack for lunch in Spain? Like just meat bags of honestly, meat. yeah. There was some meat packed, all right. But, no, it, was, uh, it really the food over there, no kidding, was awesome. I mean, it really it was some of the it was, and obviously, I think a lot of times you know just. When you get to eat different stuff, you know, you, you think it's so much better, but it really was good. We, we had two nights, we had two just amazing meals. It was really good. And, and, you know, you guys know I like to cook anyway. You know, I'm a big grilling guy. I like to, like to have a few beers and grill out and stuff. We actually got to do some of that over there. And uh, it was one of the things, too, you guys also know I'm a big hunter. Um Got to see a lot of the of the game around there, you know, being out on the lake, like seeing ibex and mouflon ram and stuff like that. Like that's stuff I never would have probably got to see without going on that trip. So, so it was a, it was a really interesting experience. But but I still think you know if if uh, we would have been able to practice a few days um, <laughs> instead of getting eight, might have been able to do a little better than that. You know. <laughs> hey, hey, JT, it's Dave. I have a question. So you're speaking on hunting. When you're out there experiencing the uh, Spanish women, the in, yes. the in the armpit region, are we, is, is it is the rumors true? Is it like finesse jig or mop jig? What are we talking uh, about? It was, it was, you know what? It was is kind it of Elizabeth a, uh, or is it Monica? <laughs> no, it was, it was kind of a crapshoot. Um, it, it was up in the air. You really didn't. It was almost like uh, y'all's lucky tackle box. You really don't know what you're going to get. Lucky tackle box. <laughs> no, I mean, it really was. There was there was instances where, where um, you know it, it was it was a mop jig that Davy Height would have been proud of. Oh, you know, ooh. and then there was other times where I mean nothing but a. You know, uh, Cessna could have landed on that landing strip. So you know, it was, it was just a, it was it was really interesting, and you never really know what you were going to find. <laughs> we, were, well, we were talking about the armpits. Right? I thought we were yeah. talking about armpits. Armpits, but, yeah, Cessna. Nah. Yeah. And the armpits. Yeah. Dave, we, we, we were talking about armpits. Did you guys take that a different way? I'm sorry. Did I did I, did I lead someone astray? I don't think so. Just Pete. Just Pete. Yeah. Okay. He's so, Pete. Hey. I mean, I mean we well, were. Yeah, you know, under the guns is where we were going, right here. Yep. Okay. Ooh. Oh, I should have. Oh, I'm glad you guys aren't here. <laughs> you need some I'm real crawl under there. Liquid mayhem. What do you got? Hey, JT, there's a guy named Josh that said at ICAST, I don't know if you remember this happening, but the CEO of his company wanted to just grab a random fan at ICAST to take a picture with yeah with their product and they grabbed you <laughs> they didn't know you were a pro the ceo just <laughs> grabbed you walking by i get and- that all the time <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just a worker bee yeah are they on my jersey now uh Remember, probably i'm a pro i have a jersey yeah no nah, probably not you gotta give me your uh, business card jt <laughs> Damn it! I don't have business cards. Yeah, you do. I don't have anything oh, that play, stupid you're digital stuff. Card, your playing card. I gotta get on this. Your trading card. The trading card's the best. You have your trading card. Ooh, you guys. Have you guys seen my new trading cards? Yeah, I got 
The one that he Brian's got is the best. Ah, Brian got, the Carpenter should have one rigged up, but I didn't send him one. We got one. No, on the I got the best here. ones. I got, I got one like the you. old school portrait where it's like my face and then another face beside it. And a cat. It's awesome. Nice. I, I think you ought to have a picture of the Hulkster down in the corner. Well, obviously now, brother, I'm going to have to. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that's a pretty solid I just Hulkster. like doing that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that's a Hulk move. I think that's a JT move. At least it's a new JT move now. I, I like it, man. Went, drop, drop 20 pounds on the scale. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm going to stick my chest out like that, too, just for fun. <laughs> All right. Now, I this is the Ike Live show. This wouldn't be the same if I didn't put you on the spot at least once tonight about something. i got to do it. A um, lot, a lot, a lot of people have chimed in uh, from all different venues saying, man, JT was over there on the Northerns kicking everybody's ass, going into Douglas, pretty much guaranteed a berth on the elites. You had to show up, probably catch a bass at Douglas, and you would have been Dude, in the top five. I, I know. I, t- talk to me a little bit. I bailed out of that last tournament. I had my reasons, but... Do you want to talk to us a little bit about why you didn't fish that last open on Douglas? Absolutely. Let's hear it. The, okay, so do you want the you want the real true version? Yes, this is like, this is Ike like Live. No, we want the true version. Okay. So if you look at it from my perspective, I got two really good sponsors: my local tourism department and the Holland Grill Company to make the best grills in the world now they even make a charcoal grill and a gas grill best grills in the world neither one of them really care or know the difference between flw or bass so they're not going to pay me any more money i spoke to a bunch of my other sponsors which luckily in the last couple of years i've started to do really really well on the marketing end of the sport spoke to all of them and they all said it doesn't matter where you fish you know you're popular guy have a great social media following we can't pay you anymore if you go to the elites so there i am not going to get any more sponsor money to go to the elites the elite series costs more money to fish pays back less money and i didn't always believe this but at this stage right now where we're at i believe that there's a little bit stiffer competition in the elite series so for me to have to pay more money to fish for less money against stiffer competition without my sponsors that I have that I'm making a good living off of now paying me any more money, it didn't seem like a good business decision. Can I, That's seems the Ill, honest fact. Seems ill-advised. Yeah. Can I, I, like can, I say, can I say something, Pete? Yeah. JT just said the smartest thing I've heard in a really long time. And the most honest. And yeah. the most yeah. honest. But, yeah, I applaud but, you for the honesty. Yes. I, well, I don't know. Yeah. Honesty, yes. Smart. <laughs> like, my name and smart has been said in the same sentence. I'm 43. Carry the seven. My name and smart's been said twice in 43 years. <laughs> together. Including today. Including tonight. Right. <laughs> I know this was one. Tonight was one other time. <laughs> no, it, it is smart, though, because yeah. I think there are so many, like, I'll give an example. I'm not going to name any names, but I ran into somebody at the Toyota Owners Tournament, okay? And really great, amazing guy that qualified for the elites out of one of the, one of the open circuits. And, you know, we're sitting there, and this is like two weeks ago. We're sitting there, 
and this this guy wants to fish the elites. He's got the heart. He's got the drive. Dude, he doesn't have a dollar to go to it yet. And on November 7th, he's got to commit a big payment yeah. to Bass. I I almost feel bad for those guys. I feel bad when when the the way that tournament fishing's set up right now, they're put into that position, right? They're, they're in order to follow their dream. Wow. Got to make a monster monster yeah. financial gamble. Yeah. Uh is is the way that it, it's set up right now. So I don't I mean what JT's talking about and and he has done a, a, a great job. I know uh dealing in social media, you know, building your brand and your personality out there and it's kind of you've you know gone beyond the FLW. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're I not- think there's I think there's really only a few guys and 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 FLW that 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 really are doing are doing well and and probably not as good as the highest names and i know for a fact not as good as the highest names in bass but for me some kid from maryland that didn't go to college didn't do anything like i feel like i'm doing pretty good you know what i mean like it's just is what it is you know not coming from anything so to me i this i love super passionate about bass fishing anything in the outdoors i love it all but the brass tax of it is it's a business it's my damn business and 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 for me three years ago i thought or four years ago all i wanted to do was qualify for the elites i fished the centrals i fished the the northerns i fished the eastern like you know and and every one of them i did really good and screwed up one of the tournaments and didn't make it and didn't make it you know, it just, but maybe it was just meant to be because in the last couple of years, I've just started doing, you know, kind of being that instead of like that normal FLW, you know, there's like, there's only a few guys in FLW that have figured out how to do the sponsor thing. And somehow I ended up falling into that and being one of them. And, and I just don't think, even though like if there was no business involved in it at all, like it was just simply for the love of the, for the love of everything, whatever, would I have picked the elites? Probably just because bass is bass, and it is where everything started. Let but me. for me, it's a business. It is completely a business, and and I made business decisions. I didn't make decisions based on my personal feelings. Gotcha. Let me ask you this. If there's a young kid <laughs> listening right now, He's a college kid fishing in a college club. He wants to graduate and try to do this. From a business standpoint, would you recommend that that kid goes fishes bass or FLW? I recommend he gets his feet in, in both in both places. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I really do. I recommend. You know, who, who knows how these how these leagues are going to go like this? They they have in years past. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was a time when, you know, an FLW was on ESPN and was was the big deal. So, yeah. who knows? I mean, I I would keep and I'm going to continue to fish the opens. Yeah. I'm going to keep my I'm going to keep my feet in, in both I'm in I'm in this as a businessman. Right. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm enjoying my life and having fun, but I'm in this as a business, a business. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm, gonna, I'm keeping feet in both fires. That's just what it is. Just cuz I just decided not to go to the Elite Series this year. Shit, that doesn't mean that next year something changes. Yeah. Well, he's gone. Yeah. Hey, JT. I mean, that's, it's a business. Yeah. JT, the IM board is overwhelmingly 
thanking you and in support of your honesty. It, it's, it's why most of these people are endeared to you through your social media, because you speak the truth. I, I, I do I do kind of speak the truth. A guy named Jay Barger, though, said the best thing. He said the easiest way to become a millionaire in bass fishing is to start out as a billionaire. <laughs> yes, sir. We got to send him a prize. That's a prize winner right there. That's a good one. All right, JT, we got two more uh, questions for you, big questions for you. Off-season this year. There's a bit of an off-season coming up. Well, obviously, you know you're going to be hunting your ass off a little bit. Yeah. One other thing in the off season that you're going to be doing that would surprise people watching or listening to Ike Live tonight. Wow, that honestly, it, nobody ever really gets me speechless. But I don't think anything would surprise. I don't know what would surprise anybody because, I mean, I just like to hunt and fish. Like that's what I love to do. You know, I do a lot of work. You know, now I do a lot of work for partners. But I just, I mean, saltwater fishing every once in a while. You know. I, re- so I no- would love to have. I would love to like. I could make some shit up if somebody wants to know. Like, <laughs> I could. I really, yeah, like you know. I thought well, you know later in the week, um, like sixteen senoritas that I met when I was in Spain Woo! have planned a little get together to come stateside. Woo! Um, you know, maybe maybe not everybody might not know, not know about that. Woo! Uh, but no, really, I, I I would love to tell you a good story, but I really don't know. It's just going to be some, some hunting and some fishing. And, you know, uh, I fish a lot of the lower level BAS, you know, the opens and the, and some of the lower level FLW stuff and may or may not <coughs> be on MLF next year. Woo! Um, Woo! but yeah, there's going to be, uh, my first tournament's January 4th. I mean, what's that, like 10 weeks away? Yeah. I mean, that's or not, eight weeks. I mean, that's not much of an offseason. And it'll be there really quick. Oh, I do have one thing, though. One thing that I will guarantee will surprise some of the viewers here. I'm going to drink some beer in the offseason. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> shocked. Surprise. can't believe it. You drink beer? What? <laughs> what? Do you have something, Pete? I, he already beat me to it. I thought uh, he I thought he might be surprising people by going back to Spain to land his Cessna. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> On the landing strip. <laughs> On the armpit. Yeah. Right. Uh, there it goes. All right. One last big question, and I know a lot of our viewers want to know this. The one FLW event next year that you look at on the schedule and you're like, God damn, I can't wait for this tournament. Which one? That I can't wait for. Yeah, you're, what, what are you really yeah. looking forward to on that schedule next year? Um, honestly, I, I mean, I like I like all of them, but probably, probably that Kentucky Lake event mm. because, like, when you know, everybody knows me as a flipper and a pitcher and all that. And yeah, I won a couple tournaments doing that. Blah 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 blah. Who gives a damn? Um, when I got into like that that offshore fishing thing. You know, and, and I've never won a tournament offshore. I've won some tournaments in Florida offshore fishing shell beds and stuff, but but never won a big tournament, you know, like on Kentucky Lake or anything like that, like a true offshore deal. Yeah. But I've done, I've made a lot of top tens doing that. But that tournament that we're having on Kentucky Lake this year, right after you guys are going to be there, the Elite Series is going to be there in early May. We're going to be there in mid-May, which is going to be kind of a, you could catch some flipping. You could catch some like on some secondary stuff just as they're moving out. There might be a couple getting out there on that eight to ten foot stuff. 
but there shouldn't be too many of them out there where every Tom, Dick, and Harry can go grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're gonna have to ca- you're gonna have to fish for them and catch them. Yeah, they're gonna be like in that. It's still gonna be like there'll be some flipping, but it's still gonna be like a an offshore. But it's gonna be an offshore. You're gonna have to find them with your bait, not with your graph. Yeah, I think that's I think that's gonna be badass. Yeah. That's that's probably the one that I'm looking forward to the most. That'll be a good one, and we'll be there a few weeks before you. I think a lot of that same stuff will be going on too. So that'll yeah, be good. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, be. I, I gotta tell you, I want to thank you for coming on, and I want to also thank. Hulk Hogan. Is Hulk still around? Can we thank him before? The Hulk is still here, There he boys. goes. <laughs> Boom! Coming at you. Live, large, and in charge, boys. I'm all over this. Y'all take all that money that you want. Because we will be up. We will be high. Don't worry. When the New World Order comes for you, the Hulkamaniacs will bring it and rain down, son. We will be here. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey. 12 ounces at a time. Oh, wow, look at that. God. That physique, too. Oh, my gosh. Look at the style of that. It's amazing. Well, I, well, I want to thank JT. And I also want to thank the Hulkster for joining us on Ike Live tonight. Slaughter, you have anything to say for Hulk before we go? I can't outdo that. <laughs> <laughs> you won. You won. He surrendered. He's waving the white flag. Best, over. In, best impression. 24 inch pythons, boys. I don't know how you couldn't win. There you have it, everybody. Hulk Hogan and JT Kenny. Thank well you, man. Done. We'll talk to you soon. I thought for sure. Woo. I thought for sure we were going to get when he started talking about the FLW versus Bassmaster yeah. uh, for BLT. What's it, Zark from yeah, BLT? Yeah, LT, Pete. You're never going to be on it. You can't get I mean, it right. Zark. <laughs> I, thought Zark. For, I thought for sure you were going to chime in on that. Zark. His name is evolving. Zark. Zark. Zark from BLT. BLT Live. Zark's from a further solar system out. I hate this, Zark. All right, Brian Carpenter, we are going to take a small break here in a little bit okay all right we're dying uh listen thank you everybody listen hang in there with us we got a lot of show left when we come back caleb summerall joins us a lot of good stuff from him also at the very end of the show hang in there with us because we're announcing the winners and there are three first second and third place for the go ike 17 contest hang in there with us when we come back more Ike Live. And, and we are going to announce once again that we have a very big announcement that we're going to announce. Right. Hang in there with us <laughs> when we come back. More Ike Live. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs>